Hello and welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling podcast, the podcast where comedians dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I am your host, the host with the most, Dan Black, a.k.a. Donnie Kayfabe, a.k.a. the modern-day goof Haraja, a.k.a. Donnie Capri, and what else do I got? Donsky Blackamora <laughs> coming at you. Why do you sound like Steve Lombardi after he gave Pat Patterson a rim job? <laughs> <laughs> hey, everyone. As you know, my guest is my dad. <laughs> no. All right. Let's just get right into it. You know what to do. Cash in. You want to get your opinion on the show, uh, you know, leave a message. And uh, the number is 316-530-2429. Okay. Let's skip all that, because we're on a time crunch today, baby. Time crunch? All right. All right, so uh, to my left, we have hilarious comedian. You heard him already make a gay joke, Mike Lawrence. How's it going? Uh, what's up, man? Good. I, I Not specifically a gay joke, a Steve Lombardi joke. <laughs> no, He's you, the, I heard Pat Patterson. Yeah, it's true. He might. Steve Lombardi might be the saddest person in wrestling, and that's fucking hard. Yeah. Uh, that's really hard. <laughs> But um, I listened to him on on Jim Ro- Jim Ross's podcast. Yeah, and um, he can't stop talking about how great he is. Like, <laughs> I, like he spent all his life putting over other people. Then now he's like, I'm going to put over myself. I, I heard <laughs> I'm a good poison. Did he put out a book? Yeah, he did. Yeah, I heard him on another podcast, and he it, it was like he um uh he's a little bit off. Or something yeah. like right, and he was just like t- he was like, "You want to hear?" He'd be like, "You want to hear an amazing story? You want to yeah. hear an incredible story?" So I'm backstage. Ric Flair, he says this to me. Isn't that incredible? Yeah. Isn't that amazing? He's putting his Where story over. Where else are you going to hear about the Brooklyn Brawler versus Coco Beware on Superstars 1990? Yeah, nowhere. Yeah, because hey, no one else wants it, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking a hard stance. Oh, it's even, well, I mean, you got to come out the gate and shoot. I mean, He's that's, like, that's I part still, of your deal. Yeah, yeah. I still work. Hey, Nasty Newman, you're here. What up? Say what up. Yeah, what up? Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Let's get into it. So, all right. My question for you, Mike Lawrence, before we get into any of the wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Is, so, all right. You're a comedian. You won yeah. Roast Battle, correct? Yes, yes, yes. And, uh, and you got props for that on Howard Stern, which I told you about. Remember yeah. that? That was dope. Did you ever get to hear that? Seth no. Rogen gave you props on Howard Stern. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah, it was dope. Anyway, what, did he, what did he say? He was like, oh, he was I like that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, He's a lot of funny guys. He's a lot of funny guys. Yeah, nice. I'll Yeah, yeah, it was cool. Anyway, so. Also, my Seth Rogen was just Vince McMahon. I, <laughs> he's, he's great. <laughs> he's not bad. He's super bad. <laughs> um, okay, so. <laughs> It's so, not a party. It's a sausage party. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Get that guy a Ludens. Well, yeah. Tons of phlegm there. Tons of phlegm. <laughs> Coming at you, phlegm. The sponsor of the show today, phlegm. Okay. <laughs> Shame. So, all right, look. Uh, so, when I feel like, do you think being a professional wrestling fan gave you the edge going into something like that? Like, no, it gave me the Christian. <laughs> I mean, he's the oh, king of Zing. Man, oh, man. He's the king of Zing. <laughs> it, g- it gave me the Sexton Hardcastle <laughs> <laughs> to go in there. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think it, it, it's theatrical. Um, uh, K. Trevor Wilson was one of the finalists right. the year I did it. He's in you know, Earl Skagel. 
uh, we're all big wrestling fans, and even uh, Sarah Tiana was the other finalist, a huge sports fan. I think so. Like loving natural competition, it just excites you more, you right? Know? Yeah, but do you, do you ever like you ever like because uh, you ever think when you're going like uh, you other stand ups, you think like sometimes they're like it's very popular to be like, I'm a loser, no one wants to fuck me, and then when you watch wrestling, it's all like I'm the best, my shirt is more it costs more than I say it's worth. Yeah, and do you think you get a little bit of that? I think I get a little bit of that like when I'm doing comedy where I'm like oh yeah like inside I'm an insecure whatever, but then kayfabe I get up there and it's like I'm the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could, I could see. Yeah, it's definitely that. I mean, I remember it, it. You know, it took place in Montreal, and we were all just standing around right before, before right. the finals. And I was like, "Let's hope no one gets Bret Harted out there." <laughs> 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 and they ring the bell before our last joke. Like, no, yeah, that'd be unbelievable. Yeah, <laughs> it was calling for it. Jed Apatow was calling for it. Yeah, uh, I love, I love Montreal screw job conspiracy theorists because that's like a harmless one. Yeah. You know? There's no uh, JFL. Uh, there's no just for laughs. Montreal screw job. Yeah. That, no, that- I'm just saying, like, like people who are like, yeah, I think it was a work and all that. It's like I'll take that guy over. You know, uh, they actually had uh, grown little people act as the Sandy Hook kids, and that's who really <laughs> died. Like what? Uh, it's nine yeah, eleven was. David Copperfield, the greatest trick. Uh, yeah, my brother when he first watched Loose Change, he like kind of like he kind of like bought it. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, but there's one part in there I was like, "Hey, man, you really think there's one part where they like they landed a plane of like alive passengers somewhere?" And I was like, "Come on, man!" Well, there was <laughs> the the Manhattan attack this week, and it was the first time I was like, you know, with uh, all this Papadopoulos stuff, and you know, Manafort, and Coffee like, Boy. What if he's just doing this to like as a diversion? And I'm like, "Oh shit!" I become one of those guys. And here's what's great: you can talk about Trump, and it's still wrestling talk, thanks to Linda. Oh yeah, unbelievable! <laughs> and thanks to the WB Hall of Fame, yeah, pr- pr- prestigious, yes. Hall, the celebrity wing of the yeah, Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah, we don't have earthquake yet. We don't. No, <laughs> we don't have. <laughs> but we do have Trump. Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, Undertaker's not in there yet. I no, mean, yeah. well, he will be yeah. very soon. Uh, so yeah, the, the, no one's gonna want that. Well, Everyone the, thinks they want that. It's gonna be if he just goes up and tips the hat, people will be like, "Great!" But if he was like, uh, "Remember in 1989, me and Paul Bearer were at a Shoney's." Like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, speaking of Shoney's, you ever seen that video of Big Papa Pump destroying a Shoney's? It's unbelievable. All right, yo, Zig, pull the see if you can find this. Well, I don't know if this is tied to the internet, but yo, see if you can find this. It's unbelievable. All right, so. Um, but there is an element of like conspiracy when it comes to wrestling too. If you're like yeah. you're talking about conspiracies, where and I feel the same way about government conspiracies as I do about wrestling conspiracies. Where I'm like, they don't have their shit together enough to pull, to like do that. Like I'm like, I don't think George Bush was so organized to do that. Like yeah. the same thing where it's like they're like uh, like uh, my buddy was trying to say that um, like the Daniel Bryan thing. He was like the whole thing was a work. Like they didn't put him in the Rumble to work you and this. And I'm like, yo. They are not on top of their shit to pull that off. Like, they knew he was. He was like, you didn't think they knew they're gonna. He was gonna headline WrestleMania. I was like, no, I really don't think that. No, no, that's conspiracy theory bullshit. Or the uh, the conspiracy that the uh, Ultimate Warrior was replaced. Oh like, yeah, he died, and like they got a new guy to be him. Right, that's another one that's coming. Or the conspiracy that uh, he's a caring person who. Right. 
really sympathizes with women with breast cancer. <laughs> yeah. That what? what? And he's what never. What the fuck is that? He's Can never we, used. Why? Why is everyone okay with that? I, see, I don't think anyone, this is my conspiracy theory about that. I think something happened that weekend. I really do. I think that Vince feels somewhat responsible. This is this is my true belief about the Ultimate Warrior. Uh, for the first time, not yelled at. At my wife, uh, <laughs> when, when she's like, "No, I want the orange Lacroix." Um, this yeah, is this cool. is this is my belief I'm about the this. orange guy. So, I think the pressure of doing the Hall of Fame and all of the stress of that, plus the life that that guy had just lived as being the Ultimate Warrior, <laughs> just News killed him. He couldn't he couldn't handle it and. You know, it just was too much for him. They felt somewhat responsible. Some There was some kind of weird exchange with him and Vince. And they're like, they don't want to be seen as complicit in any way. Right. And See, so now it's this weird, like, fucking whitewashing. But it's just really uncomfortable because it's like he was... He he was a truly horrible guy. Yeah, uh, he he. I remember seeing him on Fox News. He changed his name to Warrior. But the thing is, is I don't know if I I I, I think it's I I don't know. That seems pretty far. I'm not sure. It sounds logical. I would say that one thing I do believe is it's like as simple as just like the Warrior shit looks cool. Like the mask looks cool and the word warrior and they're like, hey, we could now we have now that he's dead, we don't have to worry about him ruin like being right. in the way of the, how we want to spin his death. It's almost like why people don't like when they do holograms of like Tupac I, and stuff. I, I think it's it's got to be deeper than that. I love that. That, that case you are a itself, conspiracy yeah. guy. <laughs> and that and that specific instance, I also I don't. I mean, this is, where else can you hear this kind of wrestling talk? I don't think Macho Man had sex with. A teenage Stephanie. I think that's a bunch of bullshit. I think that's a conspiracy. I think that just him and Vince just had hand stuff. A serious falling <laughs> out that wrestling fans can't be mature enough to handle, and they're devastated. Like that, they have to believe that that was that, and how fucked up wrestling fans are. You you're right. You think that they ever? Well, everyone does want to blame Vince for everything. Yeah, yeah. They, they don't want to blame Pofo. They want to be like. You know, they want to say, like, oh, they fucked him up. It's like, is it possible that every single guy who's left this company has been fucked over by it? I mean, I would, you know, however Macho Man quit, and we don't know how he did, was probably devastating to Vince, but how Vince reacted to it afterwards right. was probably, I think, you know, like, Macho Man has the most complete storyline of every of any professional wrestling wrestler of all time. Right. If you look at from his inception until... You know the '91 uh, fucking WrestleMania Seven uh, marriage, like that's a complete storyline that yeah. nobody else gets that level of detail and thought. Like there was so much put into that guy that that Macho Man deserves so much of the credit himself. But it was obviously the company also believing in him, and I think just something weird happened. But I don't think that's what it was. Interesting. All right, for time we'll move on on that. Well, we talk about. Uh Mach conspiracies. I got a couple of them. I think he might have been dead in the eighties and he was resurrected. But we'll, anyway, we'll resurrected. Get, oh, I, think, yeah. <laughs> I think he was resurrected. <laughs> I think the first Kane was actually Randy Pope. All right. Anyway, so let's. Uh, uh, well, I have one more question for you before we get into all the yes. current hot hot wrestling action. Is um, you're like you're you're big into nerd culture. We've talked about this a million times, right? You're wearing right now. You're wearing a uh, uh, electro shirt. Yeah, bullseye. Dope. 
And you said that the first time you went on Conan was the first time you had to buy a shirt that didn't have print on it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, it didn't have a character. Yeah. Right. So you're like, so now with nerd culture coming to be, um, does, does it does there a heel side of you that is bothered by the popularity? Or- yeah, but it's always been that way. It's you know, in some ways, it's funny. I got out of wrestling in 1995 uh, because of Jeff Jarrett. Really, I couldn't stand you, up. You, you, you respect Go guitar. Away, heat. Too much respect for a guitar. Uh, no, he just stunk. <laughs> he sucked. I didn't like him. They were pushing him harder. I couldn't do it. I was like, I'm done. Thank you, Jeff Jarrett. I always hated Jeff Jarrett when I was a kid. When so, he wear the fucking the with the fl- with, he would do the flare walk and he yeah. had the, the light up hat. I hated yeah, it. Just stunk in the J E double F and ugh. <laughs> so anyway, slap nuts. I didn't get back until. 2001. So you missed the whole good attitude era? Now, I don't think it's that good. Like when you, <laughs> it, it ages terribly. Dude, why, in the words of Vince Bristol, li- listen to me, bro. Dude, those, those shows are not that good, man. And there's a lot of garbage on them. Read the recaps. Every match is like five minutes. Well, the matches. Well, and they're mostly DQs. Yeah. They, they suck, man. The booking wasn't that good. Right, but the ma- uh, the Rock and when Chris Kresge Cold- takes over from Russo in uh, late nineties, did you guys know who Chris Kresge is? Mm-hmm. Oh no. my God! And you're hosting a wrestling podcast. Okay, yeah. So Chris Kresge was this guy who was the head writer in between Vince Russo and Stephanie. Right, and he was this TV guy who had massive storyboards for. Everybody and he planned right. everything, so a lot of like the angle and Triple H stuff was him. Um, just that whole you know, a lot of people say like 2000 is one of like the best pure years, the best uh, pure striker, yeah. But <laughs> just but you had you know, you yeah. had uh, fucking Jericho at that time, you had yeah. Chris, <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> we would know we talk about him here, yeah, okay, okay, he's alive here, all right, all right. Well, his, his, his ghost is a lot, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, but but Kresge was this genius, but but Russo sucks, and a lot of that stuff does not age well at all. Like, yeah, no, I I, I mean, like the one thing like, Russo did was he helped he he gave mid all the mid Carter storylines, but other than that, he wasn't like a lot of those pay per views aren't good, man. WrestleMania 15, which is the height of the Attitude Era, is one of the worst manias so, ever. So okay, so that's a great that is a great point. I, was out, I, I mean, a it lot a, of it, it is, ages. Uh, it's fucking misogynistic. No, sure, it's super yeah. misogynistic, and a lot of it is based on Xbox my and age. Face. Yeah. yeah, a lot of it's based on my age, yeah. right? Obviously, like the timing of that. I wasn't even looking for wrestling. Like we talk about wrestling, I didn't even care about the art of professional wrestling. It was yeah. just kind of like this weird dance they did in between them having like cool music and. Talking shit to each other, you yeah, know, yeah. and like driving a a, a a beer truck out. Right, I oh, was yeah. very much into the frosting and not the cake. Where, and that's what's cool about wrestling now is that I actually enjoy. Oh yeah, professional wrestling. I mean, it sucks because it's like athletically, we are in the the golden age of wrestling. Right? Yes, like, these guys that's are the, the best point wrestlers we always we've make ever here. Like the women's matches are so much better than anything that's ever uh, happened before on American TV. I know that Joshi exists, right. but oh, <laughs> uh, those clips are insane. Yeah, but 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 you look at like, I mean, if if you could, the ideal world would be like the fucking <laughs> the promos of the the eighties. 
the storylines of the 90s and the match work match rate of now. But it's like the '80s promos are incredible. That's what I'm constantly going back and and watching. I'm excited to watch this Flair doc that's coming oh, out I'm really next excited. week. I've heard good things from the people I know who have seen it already. I've yeah. heard it's great. Oh, but anyway, what I was saying was, yeah. So '95 to 2001, I was out, and all the dudes wearing 316 shirts were the bullies. Like those were like the that's redneck assholes point. in South Florida. Right. They weren't the cool kids. They were just the dicks. Right. So you said you you kind of rebelled against it? Yeah. That kind of hits on my point, which is that like it, when something goes mainstream, that does bother you? Yeah. So I went to college uh, freshman year 2001, and I got back in with the invasion <laughs> angle. And I hadn't barely watched any WCW. I never got WCW growing up as a kid because it just looked like my dad's friends. Like, <laughs> yeah. like if you look at – I know they, they were tag team partners, but if you look at Ultimate Warrior and then you look at Sting – Right. Just physically, yeah. it's not as, you know, like Arn Anderson like looks like the guy who passes your dad a beer and complains about Obama. Yeah. Oh, uh, like, yeah. Late, no, late stage, like late stage Kurt Heading too, like just like. Yeah, definitely. I uh, could yeah. never get into WCW. The product always looked bad to me in every way. The guys never looked cool. The color scheme I didn't dig. The entrance ramp never looked right. They couldn't filter out the smoke. That was my biggest problem from the pyro. They had the better Some people said that that was. Though. Well, they had, uh, they had revenge, better video but games. Then, no, they, then they, trans- they, they ported it over. Anyway, it doesn't <laughs> matter. So, uh, yeah, totally. I got back in when I got DVR. That's what got me back in, which is around mm, t- 2002, like around uh, 2003, something yeah. like around there. Um, the yeah. Triple H Reign of Terror. Oh, yeah, I know. Uh, the, the, the Ruthless Aggression. Yeah. Started, yeah. Anyway, all right. So. Let's get let's uh let's get into a couple of items of news before we uh get into the stuff from this Enough week. about wrestling. No, I know. No, okay. It's more well, about, about wrestling. It's there, about the current stuff. Yeah, the, okay? rest, got... the rest of the podcast is economic news. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, we're done with wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, who 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 would who would we rather talk about the Bushwhackers or Kurt Hawkins? I I yeah. I love the Bushwhacker. They were my exactly. favorite growing up. The you best. didn't say you loved Kurt Hawkins. <laughs> I do love Kurt Hawkins, okay? Seems but as like much nice as the guy. Bushwhackers? No, but I, I do like that <laughs> Kurt Hawkins exists, a guy that yeah. we know has zero wins. <laughs> I do I do dig that. I think that's pretty funny. Uh, sorry. He's so, the Steve Lombardi of today, but uh, you don't have to read his book. <laughs> Steve Lombardi, I, the interview I heard of him was like kind of sad. It was, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was like, all right, man. Like, and no... I've always said for people who like spin their like sad story into like an ama- an incredible journey. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you're like, no, like I, I guess uh, you want to be a wrestler. Like, all right, but I guess in this business, part of it is like putting guys over. That's a whole part of it that I, I would probably be like CM Punk about it. I'd probably walk out of the place and then have I kept be- jobbing to everyone. I don't know. Ziggler seems to have a good attitude on it. He came on this podcast, and like, yeah. if, I, if I was, I've said it to him vocally. Like, if I'm him, I would would have, I'd walk out. Yeah, like you just keep getting pinned by the new hot guy, and he like puts on some of the best matches in the company. I just, I think it's bullshit. Yeah, but they call it jobbing for a reason. It's a job. I don't want a job. I want a career. Anyway, okay, so. Roman Reigns not wearing the vest today, by the way, because the viral infection still. I'll yeah. wear the vest when the mumps are gone. Okay, so Ronda Rousey's training. Yeah. How do you feel about that, Mike? Don't care. <laughs> she, I feel she, you say that. she is garbage. <laughs> so you, what don't you, you like lose about it? twice like that in a real sport. Like, I'm not even going to buy you in a fake one now. <laughs> the worst actress of modern era. Like, so bad. 
Right. Like, it's hard to be the worst part of a Furious movie or an Expendables movie. She she can't act. Oh, yeah. Fuck, I And wrestling it. is yeah. so much about acting. And, and when you look at that awful segment from, was it Mania 31, yeah. I think? With her in The Rock and, like, her fake mean face, oh. which is what she would have to do, it doesn't work. The smirk. See, the thing yeah, about Ron- She can't cut a promo. I, I, like what do you what do you what do you get out of her? She doesn't have drawing power anymore. She's nothing. It's kind of amazing that she lost just two matches and it like sucked everything out of her whole uh, career. To well, me, I my think- thing is that it's not. So people say it's how she lost. I don't care that she lost devastatingly. Like in MMA, you can lose. You can take a punch and get hit. For me, it's her attitude towards her losses that I didn't dig. I think it's a combination. Yeah. yeah. You know the thing is. They got all the money out of building her up as unstoppable, and then to be stopped that convincingly twice in a row, and then yeah, even to cry about it and stuff, it just, yeah, I'm not interested. Right, but I watch a lot of MMA, like, guys that I like lose, you know? I, I mean, yeah, but with her, Brock Lesnar loses. Here's the thing, the last memories we have of her getting, like, kicked in the face yeah. and then, like, knocked out really hard. And so now she's going to go into a fake sport and dominate. Like, well, I said she's she should, not going into jail. They should give her a squash in UFC. They should give her a match she can win convincingly just for the kayfabe angle. Like, they could find her someone who sucks. You wrestle, you know, may fight my mom or some shit. CM like, Punk? She, yeah. she could beat CM Punk, definitely. Yeah. Would yeah. she beat CM Punk? Yeah. Honestly. I think so. I think so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah, but my thing is that, honestly, though, like, if they can, if she can. You you hit on the main thing, which is that like she can't act. That's gonna make it really tough. Because that's think wrestling, she, yeah. Because Punk will come back, and no one's gonna care that he lost in the UFC. That's the thing. Ronda was, you know, Ronda did a lot for UFC for sure. And I remember like watching UFC pay per view in a bar, and just women who weren't UFC fans going, "Oh, is the Ronda fight on yet?" Like that's awesome. That's right. huge to attract this new audience. Oh, my wife wanted to watch. Yeah. And it she was this, like, watching this badass woman, you know, break arms. Like, that's cool. But then it just, I just don't see how that translates over into a 10-minute, a 15-minute, you know, fake fight. That she can't, I don't think she can talk people into the arenas. Her her work did. Right. I'll give her all the credit for that. Do you she think was that greater. she wanted to wrestle like so bad that she almost like that she want? Let's forget about wrestling. She just wanted like the fa- she got really attracted by the fame aspect and kind of forgot why she was fighting. Well, I mean, or she, like fo- like fo- didn't focus on it because I know I she didn't up her camps. She didn't like get into like a she didn't like move yeah. to New Mexico and re- like and train with Phil Jackson or whatever. You right? Paul, uh, that's not how I mean. Greg Jackson's what I mean. Yeah. Not Phil Jackson. He's a basketball. But coach. I'm sure a lot of it was her team, even like not her fight, but like just the agency. Like right. do this, be on this talk show, be on this. You know, so it's like this other. You know, every you know woman that she went against like looks like they pee standing up, and uh, <laughs> you yeah. know. A lot of Chinas. Let's just say a lot yeah, of Chinas. Yeah. Oh no, uh, yeah. I, but you think? Do we and, think, and so I, I it's like, but they're not win. doing the promoting that Ronda is. They just had to focus on the fight. Right. And now you've watched fifteen or whatever fights of her doing the same shit, and it's like, oh, she goes for the armbar. I'll just kick her in the face. She, yeah, she, she wins with my... the armbar. Like t- I, I couldn't believe she was winning with the armbar like forty times in a row. Yeah. Um, but, but am I the only one who's crazy to think she could like if she actually focused? She could win. She could probably win some fights. 
I mean, she like I, I, in UFC. She, yeah, she gave up well, so that's, fast well, in my head. What happened was that she lost the first time, and then she went uh, and like her her coach or whatever kind of fucked her over because they didn't really adapt anything. They didn't learn anything, and they no. they just kept focusing on the same shit. Yeah. So then she went back into the fight. Just the same exact kind of knowledge base, and then got her ass whooped again. So here's the thing: I mean, the UFC probably hated that she lost twice because I don't think they've like gotten that money. There hasn't, you know, it's Connor. not like you know Holly Holm replaced her. Right. No, right. Holly Holm also kind of stinks, right? She doesn't have a great record. Oh, she got destroyed. At it was right. the worst in terms of pro wrestling. It was the worst thing that could right. possibly happen. Misha Tate beat her, right? <laughs> like right away, took the belt off her. And Ronda had beat yeah. Misha Tate a bunch of times, and then Misha Tate so dropped no, the belt again. Yeah. yeah. And then it was just like, all right, she'll just fight the champion, and she didn't get to avenge her loss against Holly Holm. Anyway, okay, moving on. So Triple H is wrestling. We saw him rocking I like the that this show is just you getting us interested in something and then giving up on it. <laughs> Not giving up. We got a time crunch here, baby. I know. Why, you still want to talk about Ronda? No, it's Mike, just... I don't want you to be upset with me. You want to talk about Ronda? Talk I'm about just saying, Ronda. like, I, I don't understand. Like, it makes wrestling fans come off desperate that they, like, want this loser to come into their world. Yeah, and I don't think it's going to work. I yeah. said on the on the uh, the Facebook group uh, yeah. that I'm struggling to see I'm struggling to see how it's going to work because for the same yeah. exact reasons. Where she if she act. was good in those movies, I'd be like, all the way. But it's like, to be in, like, Expendables 3 for five minutes and not be able to carry your own weight, it's like, no. You know what? I think it's, I'm going to hot take. I think it's going to work. All right. I think it's going to work. I don't think I'll be super into it, but, but can means- she be worse than Bailey? But that just means Vince is like, we'll take the scraps of any legitimate thing, and that just makes wrestling look shitty. Yeah. I guess she's not total scraps yet. If she, I think that's kind of what she stopped. Dude, when she was there losses. at WrestleMania 31, it was like, this is hot. This is an undefeated, like, awesome, her and The Rock. Like, holy shit. Right. That's when you do it. Right. Now. Right. I know. What's the point? But if you were Vince and they, and they offered it to you, would you take it? Or you would just literally say no? If I was Ronda Rousey? If you were Vince and you were, like, making a decision for your WrestleMania. No. Because assuming I would, she's going to wrestle at Mania against, like, Charlotte or something. Right? I would say no. I, w- I, w- I would say no. I don't think that that's going to. You know, because now it's not even about selling tickets. Like, well, it is to the WrestleMania felt sell itself, right? So the only reason you would do that is to sell network subscriptions. There's no more pay-per-views, right? Right. So people aren't going to, like. Buy pay per view. It's right. to sell network subscriptions. I think people that are hardcore fans of Ronda Rousey even are like, I don't want that extra bill. It's not worth it. This is dumb wrestling. What if, What if Ronda commits to being a wrestler? What if she's not like I'm just a spectacle for Mania? If she was like, I really want to be like a pro wrestler because she we know she loves it that much. If she was like, I want to study this and like I'm done UFC fighting. You don't think she could get it? Only if she's in all the house shows and stuff. You know, it's like right. I, I'm done with Lesnar. I'm completely done with Lesnar. He stinks. He's fucking terrible. Who's better, him or Jinder? They're both awful. <laughs> They're both awful in completely different ways. But I respect Jinder more because he's, res- he's there. Who are you talking about? This guy? WWE champion Jinder Mayhem. <laughs> Jinder Mal. No, uh, but but the thing with Lesnar is, I think it's inexcusable his his lack of caring this year. The fact that he's in an eighteen minute four way and they had to put him on a stretcher half the time. He's re- he's not wrestled more than ten minutes in a single uh, pay per view uh, in a single network <laughs> special match this year. Yeah, you know, you know the thing with Lesnar is like I agree. I was out on Lesnar. I was like, I was like, this is bullshit. Even give the title the reins and have him be like the guy to beat. You know, give a guy to a, a real guy. 
And and then um, he had uh, he had the match with Samoa Joe that I really dug. And then you didn't I, like it? No. You no. didn't like it? I thought it was really poorly booked. In, well, because you like Joe? Did you not want Joe to go over? Did, did you want Joe to go over? I thought that the Joe and Braun match. And matches, then the SummerSlam match. That was my next point. Is that the SummerSlam match, I was like, this is But fun. he's lazy in it. He's fucking lazy in it. I, I notice it. I feel like, you know, he still has somewhat of a presence that people are like, oh, yeah, it's Brock Lesnar, but it's, I don't know, man. The bloom's off the rose. Because you look at the Joe match and the Braun match, and the fact that both those guys in 2017, jobbing to one finisher is a burial. Nobody does that. Yeah. Yeah. You know? No, no, yeah. jobbing to one. That, that, and, yeah. and the way that that... All the buildup leading to the Joe and Brock match was fantastic. I think Brock would have been gone if it wasn't for uh But J- then having Jones. Joe be like a heel with a low blow and all that, it's like that match is just two guys like, I want to beat the shit out of you. It, like, it was dumb and sloppy. It was seven minutes, and then the Braun match is like eight minutes. And yeah, to have both those guys, like I don't think Braun matters anymore after the Brock match. He's done to me. Strope, he's you think he's done forever? Yeah, because he got pinned by one finisher in 2017. That's not a monster. That was really bad, but you don't think he can recover? So you, you, no. I guess you're more fatal. Uh, you have more of like a, I guess fatal. I'm a big villains guy, sense. and villains need to look strong. Right. So you think that Strowman? I, I, I think that there's an amazing point you're making. It's very valid to think that if Lesnar comes through and starts just like. Going like uh, cleaning out everybody and all their talent, it does hurt the entire roster. It lowers it lowers the uh, the, the the bar. But the, the only thing I would say is that, or you could see it as like Lesnar's this like guy who's like anyone can lose to him, and that's okay because he's like you know Brock Lesnar. I d- I don't because you know what it is like. I know well, well, especially the especially the stretcher match thing. Help. Now I don't you know he's in the rumble for what like less than two minutes. Um. Just some of their, you know, the thing to me, like, you know, Game of Thrones did this this year, too. If you spend years establishing a reality and then you break that reality, it's hard to care as a fan. So Goldberg beating Kevin Owens for the championship and Kevin Owens not getting his rematch, even though we are trained to believe that there is always a rematch clause. Yeah. And it's not even addressed. No, that, that's the, that's the biggest. Well, Why the, do I care then? The biggest problem in wrestling is like the continuity it breaks when it's like okay, well, hey, like when they just drop something. Yeah. Why? What? Well, why does Lesnar not have to defend the title? You know, right? At certain moments and stuff. Like I remember Braun, Braun Strowman, like the week before the Lesnar thing. Like he's in the uh, was he in a cage match with Big Show or something like that with the the Strowman Big Show match. Yeah, was that right before Lesnar? He had some big match right before Lesnar. Was that before or was that after? No, I think that was right before. Right before. It was like Big Show's last match and possibly might be his last match ever. Yeah, and he even said, he's like, you know, this guy takes a month break and they're making me fight guys every week in these situations. And it's like, yeah, how how is Lesnar, you know, a respect? Like, it doesn't even come off like a heel because he's not, he doesn't wrestle like a chicken shit heel. No, but he, it's more of like he's the champ, so it's kind of like, hey, uh, you only get to, he's like a king. He's like the king. It's like you get to only see me on big occasions and, and, and challenge me what I choose. 
He's not a chicken shit, but he's also. I think Ro- Brock's gimmick is that he's Brock Lesnar. He's a guy who, like doesn't give a shit that much, but, but he's so good. Do. It's like be as good as me, and you can beat me. But do you think anyone has has been as good as Brock, and has been like a draw, the potential to draw like him where they deserve he to beat him? Yeah, that's a question for both of you guys. Like, do you think somebody think, deserves uh, to beat him? Any has anyone I think, recently deserved to beat Brock? Yes, Braun Strowman. Yeah, I agree. But did Joe deserve to beat Brock? No, but the match should have been more competitive. Yeah. They should have done the NXT thing where they make the loser look strong the entire time, and then if he loses, it's fine because he whooped ass. Yeah. Right. And both those matches did not at all. They were just very pedestrian. And it sucks because the builds were so great. Like, yeah. Paul Heyman is still great. Yeah, he's amazing. Lesnar does have that presence of, I want to see this guy fight, but then you have to deliver, and he's not delivered really that much at all this year. I mean, the most he has is against... Goldberg in a five-minute match. Yeah. And that match, like, if that was the anomaly, if that was like, all right, he doesn't have matches this short all the time, but he does against this guy, okay. But they're all close to that short. Yeah. No, it's true. I mean, and also we know uh, we know Brock has a laziness element to him. We know that, like, he doesn't plan his matches enough, which also buries talent. Like, if you're, if you're going to pin them, also, like, let's work on putting them over. I oh, yeah, the shit with him and Ambrose. Oof. The Ambrose thing is ridiculous, but, like, Ambrose also has shown me not much to bounce back from it. Uh, I don't know. I'm not an Ambrose guy. But I do feel like his hands were tied in that match. Totally. I mean, he, he painted him more. as this hardcore guy, and he didn't even get to do anything. He took out that bat. Remember, he licked it, and he the didn't chainsaw. even hit anyone with the bat. Like, what's the yeah. Yeah, yeah. Chekhov's chainsaw. He took one F5. Yeah, I, I mean, look. Once again, one F5. Brock is a he's, he's a, he's a gift and the curse. He's a problem. He's a problem in the sense that, like, when we sit here every week and we're talking about wrestling, we're like, He's not here. Right. And when he's there, he doesn't feel as present as even like Cena is. When Cena's there, he's like there. Uh, Here's another problem with Brock. Yeah. Everyone else gets to call everyone else out in these like shoot promos. Right. No one gets to say shit about him. Right. He's immune to that. I mean, they sometimes call him a part timer. Like, they, uh, but but not, they don't talk about his stale the moveset. They, they don't talk about right. how he's a little out of shape. They yeah. don't talk about his laziness. They right. don't talk about, how, you know, it's like you had, and I thought this was dumb, but when Roman Reigns and Cena were like, it almost took you 20 minutes to beat Jason Jordan, and oh, I did it in this amount of time. It's yeah. like, that is fucking dumb. But then it's like, if you're going to do that, then why isn't anyone saying to Lesnar, hey, you can't last, you know? Right. Uh, all right, let's. To, to hit on this, I want to before you go. I want to hear your thoughts on Reigns. I think it would be a shame <laughs> to, for you to walk out this door before I hear what you think about Roman Reigns. So we know how you feel about Lesnar. Those are all super valid points, and I feel that I actually feel that ninety percent of the time, and then that like 10, 10, 10 is even generous. But that five percent of the time when Lesnar has that Lesnar magic, and then I go like, yeah, man, this guy, this guy he's there's something about him. Yeah. But you're you're right. If a show that's going to air every single week. It's like, all right, like, come on, let's, you know, and I don't these even, other guys' clocks are ticking, man. I don't even think Lesnar. I don't even think Lesnar is cancerous in the way that like a Triple H has been to that company. Because Lesnar will do whatever you ask him if you pay him enough. Right. I think like the Strowman thing was the company. Yeah. The co- you know, like even if Strowman lost that, if they were like, hey man, go have a competitive match with this guy. Here's this much money. He could do it. He would do it. Right. He didn't. And it ruins this, like, guy who it could be the hottest thing they've had in a long time. Right. Uh, but Reigns, I mean, the problem with Reigns is just that. And I thought Braun, I, I thought he was going to beat 
uh, I got worked. I thought he was going to beat Lesnar. Truly, yeah. I, I thought he too. was so white hot in that lead up yeah. that I was like, there's no. I didn't think they thought he was going yeah. to. But I was like, they, uh, he was so white hot in that lead up that I was like, I don't think they're going to be able to pull. The, the like to pull the have Lesnar beat him clean. I was like, I think yeah. they're gonna be like, fuck, this guy's too hot and he's our own homegrown talent. Let's just give it to him. Let's and in wrestling it. logic, too, I mean, he has a hundred pounds on Lesnar, he's uh, right, you know, he makes him look like a little baby, right? And it's a great story, yeah. At least, look, if he's not gonna beat him, push him to the brink, and right. he wasn't, right? You All know? right, so Reigns, what's the problem with Reigns? Uh, so Reigns, I just think that nobody asked for it and. I mean, it fundamentally, it all starts from the beginning of the Shield breakup. That Seth Rollins immediately had a new identity. Dean Ambrose immediately had a new identity, and Roman Reigns didn't. The right. fact that he still dresses the same, that he has the same music, He's got that, the same music. Where this was exactly the situation we all knew we were going to run into, where yeah. the Shield music is Roman Reigns' music. Yeah, and even that alone makes it less exciting that we don't. Get to hear the shield music. I just, I still don't know who he is as a character. Um, watching him against Cena was embarrassing um, in the promos. It's just, it's uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable. Do it you, was really as someone who like professionally insults people to their faces. <laughs> I was cringing. I, I literally, I tweeted at him. And I never tweeted anybody. I, I hate the people who tweet at Trump and act like they're making a difference and stuff. Like, he's reading me. I mean, maybe he's egotistical, but probably not. But I tweeted at Roman Reigns, hey, happy to help you uh, insult people. <laughs> yeah. We'll write jokes for free. Yeah, and you got the verified check. Like, there's a chance yeah. that he'd be like, all right, this is a legit guy. But it's just you should you should start a campaign to help Roman. I mean, to be honest, this is something we talk about on the podcast a bunch. Where I am like you know as someone who, you know I, I trained improv comic, I um, I'm like why are these guys when they go to the performance center do they not? That's the most important muscle they should be working. I mean, all McMahon's horses and all McMahon's man couldn't make us see him as a main eventer. Like, right. <laughs> and they all try that like, and then it's he's almost like a shitty Mega Man. Like when he beats a guy, (laughs) then he has to absorb a little bit of their personality. (laughs) Like the fact that he was going like big dog, my yard, like after he beat Undertaker. But also, dude, if you're gonna take Mega Man, if you're gonna take anything (laughs) from fucking if you beat Shake the Snake, it's like you be Snake Man. Yeah, Snake. (laughs) Yeah, then he'd have to make like weird hotel visits with his daughter and be like, I'm sorry for everything. (laughs) Uh, Imagine Reigns came out with a bag with a snake in it. Um, Every Man, single week, it'd be unbelievable. But you know, but 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 you know, it's it's interesting when you watch that commercial of Roman Reigns reading to his daughter. You guys ever see that? No. Oh uh, yeah, I have seen. It, it. It's like a PSA yeah, about a like PSA. fathers being with their kids more. I like that guy. Yeah, like Dude. that's the thing. Like I do think that like he can wrestle. I think that's bullshit. He he. Well, everyone, I think at this point believes he can wrestle. I think that's one thing. Yeah. That, like if you're it's still saying, fun, yeah, if you're a, saying he still can't wrestle, it's like, a telltale sign that you're just you're a certain kind of person. Right. <laughs> yeah. At this point, he's proven in the ring. He puts on when when his matches start. I'm excited to watch him. That's yeah. what, the only thing I'll say about Reigns is that I like him. I like his in ring shit. His bro, the matches with Strowman were good. All the other wrestlers respect his in ring work. We've had wrestlers in here. They always have good things to say about his. Work in the ring. Yeah, and he seems like a guy. It's just that, yeah. I mean, why can't he just lo- be like a dad? Why can't that be his gift? Yeah. It's Ricky Steamboat did it. Right. Again, it was odd. He brought his little kid out in a dragon outfit. People love stuff. that. How do you feel about the vest specifically? I just, it, it, 
Can a main event guy like that wear a vest? It just looks like if like a if like a fucking bullied seven year old wished to be big, that's what they would want to turn into. <laughs> Take a look at it. Take a yeah. No, totally. I, but I, who is like? What does that say about a person? Nothing. It's a That's shitty Spider-Man problem. logo. That's the problem with all of it. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Well, we because we the thing. Um, yeah, like uh, I don't know. We try. I try to defend Reigns as much as I can, and I think he did a pretty. I think it's just an unbelievable thing where he, the even, Mega Man is a perfect analogy. Even where, Triple H, I didn't get what he was for years, and now I'm like, oh, if uh, a Wild Hogs DVD was like struck by lightning made out of Metallica <laughs> lyrics. <laughs> well, that's his. Yeah, that's his. Yeah. <laughs> but like Reigns, I just you know, I, I, like now my my wife will watch, and uh, yeah, he is attractive, but she's like, why is his hair like greasy before he even wrestles? Like oh, even yeah. that, what's the like he's this guy who like doesn't afraid of anything, but he's like gotta make sure it's all shiny. Like who who is Roman Reigns? And the company has not answered that yet. And like the amount of mania, I don't think he knows, and I don't think they know. You what know, the amount what, of like that fucking? But Cena did like, Daniel Bryan, you know, job to him. Like all these great guys. All like, he's beat. He his resume is like he could retire. Right now, yeah. and be like, look at this resume. And it's, I mean, the thing is, that is a problem with wrestling right now for me. Is that like even someone like Bailey, who has so much room to grow, has won a WrestleMania with the belt, like she's defended a, a title at Mania. But I also think uh, a big problem with Vince, the older he gets and stuff, is that they only focus on destinations and not journeys anymore. So it's like the Undertaker match. Is supposed to be this amazing. Des- There's no real journey to it. There's no real reason that they fought. Mm-hmm. It's just like kind of inorganic. And then the match itself is not good. Like right. the match itself, you're not sad that the Undertaker loses. You're sad that he's still wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like that he could, you know, when he's trying to get him up. Well, that it I was mean, like heartbreaking. That was really hard to watch because the Undertaker was like the first wrestling I ever saw was the Undertaker versus some jobber. Uh, and so he's been my favorite forever. So like, watching that, I'm like, fuck, man, this is like, it's like watching my dad get beat up. I mean, there is something amazing about an undead zombie making you think about your own mortality. Yeah. You know, like being that old and like, this is just, yeah. I mean, even the, the, the match with Lesnar, it was like sad. And then both times he's come back since you're like, buddy, it's, it's okay. You know, I mean, I think we're going to see Taker again. Well, he's going to be in the 25th anniversary of well, Raw. Well, no, thing, yeah, right? he's going to be on the show, but right. we don't know what he's do- you know, what he's going to do. But I mean, it'd be cool if they used it, if they worked that into some kind of like angle. But I can't. I think he like. I think R- R- Taker can accept the fact that like he's not going to go out on a good match, right. and he's going to keep trying and trying until he has one. Like I was sitting, I was like fourth row at WrestleMania this year watching this match. It was a yawn fest, man. Like it was dead. It was dead. The energy was dead. I couldn't even tell he retired. Everyone wanted to leave. I had like when I got home, I was like, "Oh, he's retired." <laughs> like I had to rewatch it because it was like, no, uh, the match was such a stinker. Yeah, it's just yeah. It's you right, know, let's, let's get time. That. Time. Time is the greatest heel of all. We only have it for a couple more minutes, <laughs> so I'm going to throw a couple things here. Right, yeah, yeah. Jinder Mahal. What do you think of Jinder Mahal? Do you like this title reign? No. <laughs> No, it's the same match every time. No. Yeah. All right. I don't get why the other guy doesn't just take the Singh brothers out before the match. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Do you like Kurt Angle wrestling? 
Um, not in the circumstances that there were. I mean, that's another problem with Lesnar. He should have been the one fucking man up, help your company out. I mean, but the company should you know give him the money he asked for. Um, the fact that they needed Angle shows that they're having a really hard time building up uh, stars. It, it was a desperation call. Angle should wrestle again, but it should have been a well-told, meaningful story. And the fact that it wasn't is just this rush job is sad. And he's wrestling again at Survivor Series. He's in the five band. He's the team captain. Him and Shane yeah. are the captain. So he's going to be in that match as he, well. He and really, he said, I'm bringing the gold medals, which makes you think, you know, he's yeah. going to wear the singlet and they're going to blow that. I mean, he really is one of the greatest of all time. Totally. I think, like, for how short of a WWE career he had, but, like, to have all those tools to adapt that quickly better than anybody. But, like, the, the match with Michaels, like, if somebody like that is coming back. Let it mean something, and it doesn't. Totally, they've okay. done they've done the authority figure thing to death. So this, this, I don't look at it like I'm watching Kurt Angle. I look at it like I'm watching a poorly written uh, authority figure. Okay, who do you, I, I'm just rapid fire things at you because we only have four more minutes. That's okay, good. yeah, and you have strong opinions. I won't refute them. Okay, so um, who's who do you think the top, who do you think the top guy in WWE is right now, and do you think WWE realizes that they're that good? Um, like, I think I, I, and you can you could say that they don't have someone. Like I'm fine with that answer. If you think that just, I think I think Braun, you know, to me is the top guy in terms of the guy you can make the most money off of if you really focus, like, right? And like that kind of guy has been a layup for Vince. It was crazy to watch him drop the ball on it, right? Yeah, I think when you, I think he could still recover. Like I think Braun will still have a pretty cool career. Not the same. You think just from losing to Lesnar, he can't. The come way back? that he did was embarrassing. And then watching him like a week or two later against Reigns, taking three Superman punches in a row and needing to be saved by Kane, he's a goof. Yep. Why do I care about him? He's done. Uh, Kevin Owens, what's your thoughts on Kevin Owens? Great. Yeah. All right, cool. So uh, he's cool because he's kind of goofy in a way that if they book him like a goof or they book him to lose, he still fucking does well. I was at the Staples Center when he cut the promo on Goldberg, and it was one of the best promos I've ever seen. Yeah, live. spotlight center ring, awesome. Yeah, love. He's it. he's the he's great, and I mean that's the thing. Like a lot of the guys now don't look good when they lose. They don't want to look like fucking heels. Who, you know, like, being a heel is being evil, but it's also fucking showing humility and, you know, suffering when you lose. And, and Owens is that great. Yeah. Uh, I, Kevin Owens is the guy that I think has, like, the ability to be one of the top guys, like, ever. I think he could go with the correct booking. Like, I yeah. think, I'm saying, like, I think he could be good enough where one day people are like, my top five, and they say Kevin Owens, and you'll be like, yeah, that's cool, I, that's cool, I see that. It won't be, like, before, uh, you know, sh well, Sean is actually the questionable one. Some people don't put him in their five, but anyway. I mean, I will say, to have the fucking head of the company let you headbutt them. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a pretty good sign. So I think he's at least good, you know, in the company's eyes. Okay, long term. Who do you think's gonna have the better career, Alexa or Charlotte? I think that um, I'm gonna say uh, Alexa. 
Yeah, that seems to be that's the right answer. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. Yeah. That was correct. These are these are correct or incorrect questions. Okay, last thing I want to pl- I'm going to play you an audio track and then we're going to let you out of here and then we'll we'll, we'll go through the rest of my stuff uh, without you. We'll let you go. Okay. Cool. It's not personal. You have to go. Okay. So, um, you know the Baron Corbin's new theme song? Have you heard I'm, it? No, I'm not. Because okay. I'm a fan. <laughs> For us. Uh, it's it sounds exactly like while well, my guitar gently weeps. Okay? okay, so we made a little mashup. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. Okay. It's called while my uh, it's called my guitar gently mopes. Okay. While my guitar gently weeps. Yep, that's it. <laughs> And That's there, it, man. That that was, was a, I wanted the, to play that. Before why does the Baron part sound like it was sung by Trey Parker? Because uh, <laughs> like, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Every Corbin, fuck yeah. Getting the push that he never deserved. <laughs> we, got, we got a bunch of Corbin mashups here. Unbelievable. Okay. I will hey, quickly Mike. lament one more thing. Yeah. Yeah, what else do you want to say? What else do you want to say? Because, uh, listen, the people are listening. Do not Nakamura Asuka, please. Meaning? That was my next question for you about Shinsuke, but I was like, I'll let don't, him go. Don't make her look like just another person. They ruined him. I know I've said that about a few people, but it's true. Like, he was special. Now he's not. Yep. Like, having him talk and all that, like, that was the, the, the thing that Paul Heyman knew how to do that they just refused to do. Is hiding people's weaknesses. So you want? What do you want? What would you? How would you book Oscar? Just be dominant and and don't talk. She doesn't have to talk. Don't have them make fun of her. Don't have her. You know, like have like the last line. The 100%, thing. Yeah. yeah don't I, don't I long those, duck dong. You her NXT her, promos yeah. where yeah. she just speaks Japanese are awesome. Yeah. You see those yeah. where she just yells in Japanese? She should be serious, but don't be like, ah, isn't it funny? It's so yeah. lowbrow to be like, oh, because we don't, you know. <laughs> I mean, the gender stuff with Nakamura, and then it's like, once again, Triple H, Booker T, like, he didn't even get a comeuppance. Yeah. It was 100%, horrendous. 100%. Yeah. All right, yeah. Mike, thanks for coming in, dude. Thank you, man. This is yeah, fun, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Love it. Yeah, you're the hottest takes. I love it. <laughs> All right, we're back. It's just me and Nasty Newman. Uh, Lawrence was on a roll with the hot takes. I'm interesting. He thinks Strowman is done forever. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, it was like a freight train coming through here, so I didn't, I didn't speak up, but I disagree. But you know, whatever. That's what's great about wrestling. We can all have opinions, and we can all. Uh, you know, some of us can be right, some of us can be wrong, like everybody on our Facebook group. Well, it's really cool to be off oh, <laughs> a community's wrestling Facebook group. Like, so the interesting thing is that, like, guys like Mike, they're, they're super interesting. Like, he's a professional television writer, right? Right, right, right. Uh, and, like, I think he, and it was interesting from his brain why I, why I was like, I want to just back up and just hear him go. Yeah. It's because, like, I think he's coming at it from, a, like, a writing place, like, of, like, oh, this character Strowman is working. And, like, when you have a character that's working. Right. And I think when you see, like, a story get buried like that that's working, right. I think his writer brain is like, yo, fuck that. Right, right, right. Do you know right, what right, I mean? Right. Where, like, I think WWE likes to come from, like, a this is a pure competition right. standpoint. And also I think they're like, oh, there's more leeway for losing because they've been proven wrong. And I always think of the CM Punk line in the pipe bomb where he's like, 
Vince is a millionaire who should be a billionaire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. He makes money hand over fist, like despite himself. He makes money despite himself. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm always like, maybe that is the right thing. Where it's like, oh, when the when the writing goes bad, they still win. Right. And that's why there's like no consequence. Right, right, right. I mean, they still make. You know, obviously they don't. They lose money. They have times where they're not selling enough tickets. Blah blah blah. But can you, the interesting thing is, like, can you point to like bad booking? For seats, like for like the seats being sold out, like can you point to like specific decisions that led to like a down that led to like a downturn? I don't, I don't know. know. I would yeah. love to see. I would love to think about that. Yeah, that's why. But I know that Lawrence is a guy who I bet would he'd be able to point out those moments. Right. I love it. He was he, he's a man. Uh, thanks for coming on the show, Mike. Yeah. All right. So let's get to some other stuff we didn't get to hit with Mike, uh, which is um. So we didn't even mention Stephanie's back on Raw. Right. So, Stephanie is back on Raw. I th- how do you feel? All right. So we know what's going on right now. Right now, you know, uh, Raw is under siege. Under siege. <laughs> under under siege. Raw is under siege right now. Under siege. Now I gotta tell you. I'm into this under siege thing. Now, I think like the whole maybe the concept of saying under siege is like a little whatever. But ultimately, uh, I think that the writing of it has been pretty cool. Yeah. Now, I I, my beef with it was I was like, why are all the Smackdown stars on board? I still kind of have that, but whatever. But it is cool. It's like, Stephanie, oh, this is my show. Right. And then I like Daniel Bryan came in to be like, I think Shane's actions were a little poor. Yeah. And then Kane attacked him. And we'll get into Kane and, like, why he's so powerful right now or whatever and how we feel about that. I think they're just building him up to feed him to Braun. Hopefully. Right. Uh, you know, to, like, to Mike's point, they're trying to build Braun back up from right. his loss to Lesnar. Which I don't even think about. Like, it doesn't even occur to me that he lost to to Lesnar. Well, I, I like forget stuff right yeah. away. The stuff that he remembers specifically right. is like, oh yeah, that's really interesting. I think for me, yeah, I remember he lost totally, but I, I come from the mindset of like, you can always lose to Brock Lesnar. Right. I think you can always lose to Kane, even. Sure. Like, that's why when people are like, oh, he buried Finn to Kane. And I was like, no, like, Kane is not consistent. Right. But when you get hit with one of his punches, it can be random. Yeah. And, right? like, and also, I think of UFC, like, I watch a lot of UFC fighting. Amazing fighters get caught. Just get caught. You yeah. can get caught by a guy who weighs who's like seven times up in a weight class right. than you. Right. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No. I um. I I forgot what I was gonna say. Never mind. Sorry, I interrupted you. You talking about Kane weight class punching? Oh. Um, oh yeah. No. I was the my point with with like losing to Kane and like I if I were I think I said this before if I'm Finn Balor and I grew up watching Kane, uh, of course I'm going to job to Kane. It would be an honor to job to like. Are you kidding me? To get a tombstone pile driver from Kane is probably they're like, oh fuck yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, so. Well, no, Daniel. Um. Uh. uh Seth Rollins said that one yeah. time. Seth Rollins one time was being interviewed, and he was, and and like, this is when Seth Rollins was at his height. I think he was the champion. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I, it's, I, I think it's amazing when I get to wrestle the big red machine. Yeah. He's like, it's amazing. Yeah. And it's like the same guy, and like, yeah. I think, I think that's the part of it that like we don't see. Right. Um, yeah. Now I just think like Kane, like he's Kane, right? He's always he guy's massive. Mm-hmm. He he looks good as shit. He's jacked up. He can always beat you. I I, right. I I like that. That's the thing is like um, like 
Yeah, it should, that should like Big Show should always be able to beat you, right? Because he's big, right? Um, and then when you, yeah. So anyway, uh, I like that they're like inconsistent and dumb and slow, so you can take advantage of that to consistently beat them, right? But you can always get caught. All right, so um, what were we saying? Oh, step. Oh yeah, so steps back. I'm saying my own. My I like steps back, and and look, Steph is so good. I think like her, you know her mic skills are. Incredible! She get her her natural heel charisma is yeah. amazing. The character work. she came out and she's just like, hey, she's mad at Kurt Angle. I bought that. Like yeah. they both were like, he's like, oh, this is my job. Like shit, I'm about to lose my job. Right. And like here's the boss coming in, and it's like you let Shane come in and run it. The only thing that sucks about all of this, well, two things. One thing that sucks. One thing that sucks. All right, it sucks less. But Daniel Bryan is like a terrible actor. Yeah. Um, oh, God. Yo, listen. Wait, right, listen to this Daniel Bryan clip from this week. I was fumbling around all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> He's like on the phone. Now, to be fair to Daniel Bryan, they keep booking him with fake phone calls. Yeah, we can see the screen. <laughs> yeah. It has like the green button. Where He's to not call. doing so many fake phone calls. Yeah. Um, it's like. Like, Which is like hard to do, just right? Like, I'm like, I was fumbling around all over the place. <laughs> He's talking about being in the dark, fumbling. All right. So it's like. Uh, yeah, right. so D- Daniel Bryan's in that, but I do like the character. It's like Daniel Bryan came to Raw to like make peace, right? And to be, and and Kurt Angle's like, he I love how Kurt out. Angle says this catchphrase at people in what's supposed to be a backstage private conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it's just like you know, when he's just like, oh, it's true, it's damn true. Yo, I'm right here, man. <laughs> You're not playing like twenty thousand people right now. Right, yeah, I'm right here. Yeah, but. And then Kane attacked him. It's like, oh, Raw attacked him. It's right, right. like we send over our ambassador, and then you fucking Benghazi them or whatever. And then <laughs> uh, too deep uh, to cover up. <laughs> anyway, yeah, okay. Oh no, Alex Newman Jones is back. Uh, but yeah, so uh, <laughs> I, I could have used the lighter reference. It was unnecessary. Oh, uh, Benghazi. Uh, Benghazi. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, was, it was. It wasn't my best work. Yeah, I don't yeah. know why I did that. Uh, but uh, yeah. So anyway, so she. Uh, 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 so uh, so that I love because now it's like oh man blood is drawn right you know like it's that classic thing in the movies where you're like we're trying to keep peace we're trying to keep peace and then that shot accidentally goes off right and right, you're like right. sorry it's war now right like it's over it's war oh man the Godfather you know and, and Michael is like trying to like and then it's like no it's no right yeah it's to too late ki- no yeah. it's time to kill everybody right and then he has to completely uh, incredible. So I love that angle of it. And obviously, keep in mind, you're not going to get the feeling of The Godfather watching right. wrestling. <laughs> but we can tap into the sentiment. Right. So that I love. But I can't shake how flat and dry Shane is. He yeah. came out on SmackDown and cut a promo that was really like well-written, I want right. to say. I don't know what it looked like on paper, but the conceptually, it was just like, this is the B show. I'm fired up. Like, this show, it's like, no, we're go live now, and like, I'm in charge of this brand, and I'm yeah. sick of it being the lesser brand, and like, everyone insulting us. And it's like, just sell that. Right. You literally had one line. Fuck, I forgot what the line was. But he had a line where it was like, it was like, it was designed to be like a punch, like to be like, let this will make everyone scream, and he doesn't deliver it. Well, and I don't know what's going on with him. His, the way he speaks is like, he's like giving like a fucking like a presentation to like shareholders about a new apartment building or something he's like and that's yeah he's like and that's why this is gonna happen and then this is gonna happen yeah, and our like, profits are gonna go up it's just like yeah you're right like he's like the cool ceo right like i listened to that podcast how i built this and uh-huh. the, the last episode let's do was the guy who made burton snowboards oh yeah and he reminded me of that guy he's yeah. just like hey like, yeah you know like we just like 
We all like, you know, there's no desks at our company. We're right. All yeah, yeah, like, yeah. We try know. to diversify the synergy. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, if it snows, man, I understand. People got to catch two hours, you know, and I uh, hit the hit the mountains. But like, and you're like, no, you're supposed to be like an angry CEO. <laughs> right. It doesn't matter that he's the face. Right. Right. Because someone said recently, they're like, oh, my God, Shane's the face and Stephanie's the heel. They figured that dynamic out that like Shane's the ultimate baby face. That doesn't mean you shouldn't be fired up. Right. Especially when you attack. And I don't mind good guys attacking. Right. You know what I mean? Like I don't like I don't mind that like the good guy made the first move. That doesn't bother me. That's yeah. almost like anti-hero stuff. That bothers That's- that bothers JR though. He's like he a while ago he was like if I ran WWE the first time a face throws the first punch, right. you're getting fined $5,000. That's just old school stupid shit. Yeah. Uh, especially in like a post like Breaking Bad or what like right. when all those lines are blurred and it's the coolest thing about wrestling and this is not true anyway. Right. <laughs> Under <laughs> Siege. Okay. Starring Steven Seagal. Yeah, under. Oh, yeah, man. That's it. That's a, it's all it comes back to Seagal. Uh, okay. So, cool. So, yeah. So, that's the only thing is like, I'm into it. Like, I think it's all cool. Um, you know, there's a couple problems. There's just gender stinks and Brock's not there. So, that match is like, I'm into that match, but like, I don't know why. Right. Uh, I think it's at this point where it's like, we can all agree that like, it's time to take the belt off gender. As much yeah. as like, as much as I like gender and like we all like the way it looks, like I see first him, off his juice is fading, he's, yeah. he's shrinking a little bit. I mean, I see him. They take the belt off of him, and I would be surprised if he doesn't just like literally fade out of existence before our very eyes, like Back to the Future. Like, what is what a, there this for is a him? Tremendously missed opportunity. What is there for him besides being the champion? There's nothing. Yeah. All right. So okay. So anyway, that covers under siege. Uh, moving on. So. Um, Shit. Zig, I think let's play all the cash-ins at the end today just for time. Okay. Uh, uh, maybe I'll get to one, but the ones that we don't do, let's add them on. All Copy. right, Samoa Joe's back, your boy. Hell yeah. How'd you feel? Uh, I, lo- I mean, I like... Uh, so, I was kind of bummed out. So, you watched the three-hour version, right? Did I they- did. I, I, I was watching Hulu okay. to start, and then I was like, I got bummed. It cut part of his entry. He was started it in did, the ring. right? And it, it, I was like, he started in the ring, and then I was like, I can't see the reaction to the crowd. So then I started. Wa- I watched the main feud, and it de- so they did cut out him coming. They in. cut out everyone going nuts for him coming back. They see, would do the Joe, yeah, Joe, yeah, yeah, Joe, yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, I think that he like the, the promo that he cut backstage, where he's like, "You're all, you're all selfish. You're all uh, Fairweather fans." Backstage or was that backstage? He did like a backstage thing too okay. with that one guy. Um, I don't think I saw that. Where he was basically like, you know, I noticed that when someone's, when everyone else is coming back, they get a 24, they get like a WWE 24, right. they get a build up, they get a thing, not for me. You know, right. I, I uh, just get, point. you know, I just get put back in this. And so it kind of worked nicely with the fact that they didn't even show his fanfare. It was like, oh, Joe's back. And so uh, I, I'm just, he's just, he's just so good. He seems like the most... Like an actual fighter, like even more than Lesnar, the way he talks, the way he carries himself, it feels like he's just like a really dangerous guy that happens to be a wrestler, and that people would actually be afraid of him. I think that's a good point. I would say this: Look, I like Samoa Joe. I've come to terms with the fact that like I look like Samoa Joe, <laughs> which is uh, yeah, I'll just accept it. It's okay. Right. Um, uh, I I like him. I, I think like he cut a very he. Uh, it was a really good performance that he gave in the ring mm-hmm. when he was cutting that promo. 
um, I was a little bummed because like he had such face heat that I was like, oh, now he's just be like, fuck you to everyone. But like that's okay. That's you know, right. he he works as a heel really well. Yeah, and they love him enough to boo. Right to but know they have to boo. What the fuck was he talking about? So like I I got the audio okay, here. Let's to okay, it. L- yeah. listen to this. Okay. What like I'll tell translate. me what is his gripe here? Okay, I'll, tra- I'll translate. And you're gonna just you're gonna defend him, yeah. but you in this arena? How many of you around the world reached out to me? And I mean not to send your little goodwills, but just to indicate that maybe, just maybe, at some point in your selfish lives, you actually cared. The answer, my friends, is none of you. Henceforth, I care about none of you. All right, explain that to me. Uh, yeah, I think that they knew he was going to come back with babyface heat, and it was just like insult the crowd. Okay, right. So that's my thing is that like it's just like oh, okay. So <laughs> he was like, "You didn't reach out to me, not to say get well, but to say you care." What is he saying? Uh, maybe he's trying to say that it's like it's just bad. That it's, it's it, it sounds the delivery super good, right? But he's like, you, none of you insulting the crowd. Now I know he's just trying to insult the crowd. I right. get it, I get it. But like we we could do a little better than this. Yeah. Like it's just be like none of you cared because none of you reached out to say how are you doing. It's like does he want that? Right. He wants to be like good. He's like no. But he's like some of you did say get well. Some right. of you did. That's not what I'm talking about. You didn't reach out to say I care. Yeah. And because of that, well, I you, don't care about you. Can you play it again? Yeah. You in this arena? How many of you around the world reached out to me? And I mean not to send your little goodwills, but just to indicate that maybe, just maybe, at some point in your selfish lives, you actually cared. Hmm. It's bad. Yeah. It's bad. It's not to send your goodwill. He's like, and I mean not to send your goodwill, but to but to make it seem like you care. Don't say that you didn't say send your goodwill. It's like just to say get well. And this is the minutiae we get into here. Is that like he's just like, hey, you you didn't tell me you care about me? But he says though, he says, I he's like, how many of you how many of you reached out? And I and not to say get well, but to say to make it seem like you care. So maybe he was saying, like, he was trying to say that people did reach out, but it wasn't genuine. It was to make themselves feel like they were not selfish. <laughs> Look, man. Cry me a river, baby. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Now, now, look, Joe is cool. He does a move that I love that also Bray Wyatt does, where they do kind of like um, uh, like a, a very a non fall to the ground, uh, rock bottom. Oh. Like a, it's like a throw. Yeah, and when yeah. he grabbed him, do you hear what he yeah. said? He's what? like, he's like, he, so Apollo Cruz runs at him, and he and he does that like side slam, and he goes, he goes, <laughs> he goes, man, sit your ass down. <laughs> He says, "Oh, I didn't see that." That's yeah, he great. yells, "Man, sit your ass down!" I like as he it. slams him. Yeah, I mean, I like Samoa Joe. I was just like, I think that actually, to be honest, that the the point I wanted to tie it into was that like this does tie into his like Lesnar loss. It's like a complete loss of momentum, right? Where it's just like it's like completely rebuild, which ties into Lawrence's thing. Where it's like same thing as like Strowman, except that like I don't know why his point is like he's, Strowman is so over. Right. He's still working. Like 
I just think you could lose to Brock Lesnar right, right. on right. his first title shot as like this young of a guy. I yeah. don't know where he's coming from with that. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, it is interesting. I, 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 I'm interested in the point of view um, as well as all your point of views on the Comedians Wrestling Facebook page. Join us so you can talk about wrestling at four in the morning. All right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we talked about Kane a bunch. He's big. Um, we talked about... Uh, I was fumbling around all over the place. Um, and so... <laughs> All right, so how do you feel about uh, the, all the Strowman garbage stuff? I thought it was hilarious. Like, uh, uh, The Miz is amazing. Like, The Miz is selling the fuck out of that story of right. like, being afraid of, like, Lesnar. Uh, and then I thought it was just some goofy fun for Halloween to have him kind of be, like, a monster. Strowman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think... Uh, he like, like, Strowman put garbage in there? Yeah. I think they were going for, like, an It reference. Oh, is that what it was? I think, like, well, I don't think, like... It was like supposed to be perfect parody, but I think right. it was like kind of like oh, it's like the balloon and like like I'm not yeah. even overthinking it. But there's that one shot that's like when the when he's like pulling out of the limo yeah. and they cut to him and he like rises right yeah, yeah right and like it's purposely shot in that way and like it where it's like he doesn't roll out of climb out of the garbage classically. He's just raising like they cut. It's past that point right. already. Yeah yeah yeah. And I felt like it was like oh monster like they're they're pulling from like popular. Pop right. culture monster films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. And I thought he was kind of like had like a Pennywise thing there. Yeah. No, I didn't even think of that. But yeah. um, but yeah, no, I think it was fine. I'm sure it pissed some people off. Uh, the fact that it was a red uh, garbage truck and not a white garbage truck. That like Oh, because it was a different, different garbage, garbage truck, truck last time. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't even think that mattered. Cause no. It was like, but so the, all right, so here's the best part. you know some people are like, Ugh. No, no, no. The best part of the whole thing is this. The best part is that- what we're supposed to believe, I guess, is that Strowman was put in the garbage truck and and for the past, like, three weeks has been living in a sea of garbage. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And somehow he's t- got a truck. Right, now he's like the lord of garbage. Right. <laughs> right? Like, right. It's like he went into the garbage and then became one of the garbage people. Right. And then now has access to all the trucks. <laughs> and, right? Yeah. Like, like he like rise from it. It was like he like has just been swimming through garbage. Right. He had a kingdom of trash. Yeah. It's he, like, yeah. you know, like Batman Returns, where right. like he's like the cat woman. Like he got thrown out the window and then she got bit by cats <laughs> and now she has like the energy of cats. Yes. He's now like Mega Man into like the trash man. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And he now get like places trash like you killed me and you're haunted by my death. Yeah, Where, like now trash. It's sort of a trash. theme. It's a sort of a theme, right? The dumpster, the dumpster match, the garbage truck. It's like uh... well, the honest thing is that like what I was thinking about, I was watching. I was like, this is kind of like what Bray is going for in a more direct way. Right. It's more like I'm like. You like can't get rid of me. Like I'm a monster. I keep coming at you. Yeah. We're Bray. You're a little bit like, what is that? Right. And part of me. It's cooler. It feels cooler and less corny. Yeah. But it is like less uh, clear what I'm watching. Right. I, I a part of me wanted Strowman to come back with a new gimmick as like a garbage man. Oh my god. Like a late '80s like. Just throw it, come out with a garbage can full of trash, just like throwing it on everybody. It'd be unbelievable. If, if, what if Strowman, they cut to the front of the arena and Strowman's just getting dropped off? <laughs> the guy, and they drop him off. He's like, all right, see you later, guys. See you on down the road. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. Okay, so uh, yeah, this is the Strowman trash thing. Um, what's with Alexa Bliss finishing move on Mickey James? A punch to the face. Oh. Uh... Like, it's just like a punch to the face. Is that how, she has yeah. a DDT as a finisher, a punch to the face. Like she's got to work on a better finisher. Yeah, I like the DDT. 
Um, DDT is just a she DDT doesn't do though. that. Uh, she doesn't do that top rope splash a lot anymore. Well, I mean, the Mick DDT is a better move than her just regular DDT. Right. She does it sometimes. Yeah, the splash move, but that wasn't. But I don't like that finish either. Yeah. I mean, what, she's what? so small. Like, what could yeah. she do? Like, maybe a submission or something? Like, I don't know. Like, what? Like, well, honestly, a jumping DDT would be the Mick DDT would be a great finisher. You for mean, like her. a double arm? No, like when she runs up, jumps. Uh, like she runs at you, runs up, and then oh you know right, what I yeah, mean? yeah, and yeah, kind yeah. of the other person sells it. They yeah, kind of yeah. Sl- yeah. Uh, Ziggler does it a lot, and right. his brother they do it a lot uh, when they wrestle. Uh, Hot Young Briley, tremendous wrestler. Um, yeah, cool. All right, so yeah, I can skip that. Uh, yeah, Shane. So Ziggler. So here's the thing. I love the Ziggler entrance. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are talking about it on the Facebook page. The Ziggler. I don't like the record scratch. Yeah, that's like. Are we to believe there's a vinyl playing somewhere? Yeah. What's it like? <laughs> if you're going for, I, I don't dig that. I hope. Yeah. Uh, 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 I think the record scratch is like. It's like just come out to no music. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, just, the match was super dope. Was, yeah. People were so into this match. It's, it's, it's yeah. Him like and Rude are working really well. Yeah, together. it's great. I just, I, I, I hate. I don't know. I'm, I'm just so sick of him losing. Yeah. And even to Rude, but like, I even think what Ziggler's doing right now is working more than what Rude's doing. Yeah. Rude's just still glorious. Yeah. Like it's just. They need. Know. I mean, Ziggler deserves. Hopefully, they are moving into like a faction kind of era, and Ziggler deserves to be part of a really cool faction. Right. Um, all right. So, uh, yeah. I mean, that's all the stuff we got. This. Day. I mean, yeah. just because we had a long episode already. All the other stuff is kind of like we're in a little bit of in between time. I think let's just go through some cash ins and then let's let's wrap it up. What do you think? Sounds good. I mean, I don't want to hear from these people, but I guess we should. Fashion. All right. Um. Sorry, that's oh, a, I just oh, want to say one thing. Kid from Curb cashing in with the fashion files. <laughs> with the, like, I feel like there was a point where like, like now I'm watching this. I'm like, oh, this is just gonna go on forever. Like I thought when it was it was like building up to something when they were like looking for the briefcase, like whatever they were doing, and then it's like, oh no, I had this realization the other day. I'm like, oh no, they don't have any plans. It's just this nah. is what this is gonna be forever. That's classic. It's not impressive. building towards anything. All right, ready? Uh, Jerk Mills cashing in on Ronda Rousey. <laughs> So Ronda Rousey started training at the his audio Center last so week. Good. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know if I'm in the minority on this, but I don't give a fuck Man, it's about too- Ronda Rousey in the WWE. I mean, sure, she she might be a fan of the business. She probably she looks like a badass. Sure, she she could probably still draw some mainstream media coverage, and we know how Vince loves his mainstream media coverage. But you know what she can't fucking do? She can't fucking wrestle. <laughs> You could spend all day talking about how she's a great athlete and how she was a dominant force in women's MMA, but at the end of the day, none of that makes any kind of difference because in case you've forgotten, wrestling isn't fucking real. Wrestlers aren't actually fighting each other, so being good in the UFC, it makes no difference. And and don't tell me Kurt Angle did well out of being an Olympian because it – Kurt Angle was in the WWE for over a year before he made his in-ring debut. And by all accounts, Kurt Angle, he was a natural. So if you think Ronda Rousey is going to debut in six months at WrestleMania, you're a goddamn moron. (laughs) Right? I'm done. I'm done with Ronda Rousey. I don't care. All right. Unceremonious. uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Salutations. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, for me. I don't disagree. For me, in six months, she's not going to be a good wrestler. Right. Right? That we know. That's yeah. just fact. Yeah, yeah. Um, what 
What I do know is that, like, I still think about my casual friend, my friends. Right. You know, I think about my friends who are not super marks like us, right? And, like, I think they'll be like, yo, I can hear them say, oh, Rousey's wrestling? That's dope. I'll watch that. Right, 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 right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, for and, sure. like, that's the thing that, like, Mike is not thinking about. Like, that's right. He's come from the writer's room angle or whatever, whatever I'm calling it. Yeah. I don't mean to be derisive or anything, but, like, you know, like, where I'm just like, yo, people dig that. Yeah. Right? People, I don't even want to see Triple H wrestle. Right. And people still want to see that. Triple H rock? I hate that. Yeah. I'd rather see rock. I rather see Rock Jason Jordan. Right. That, right? Like, I rather see Rock Elias. No, I don't know about that. But there's something about Rock Jason Jordan. Like, I Rock, like, against a younger guy or, like, so, you know, Rock Rollins. Right. Right? That, like, something like that. Like, I, I don't, I'm not into these, like, old, just two old dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, okay, let's go. Let's move. All right, here we go. Oh, here's Dulo. You ready? Yeah. 625. P.M. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, I moved to the West Coast. <laughs> Late as fuck on the cash-in, but always got to deliver. It's terrible, Tula. How you doing, Newman? You good over there, buddy? Hate me yet? Well, I'm cashing in. Is this the one from $10 last week? losing to Kane probably in a weekend of amazing wrestling that took place and all the fun that's going on. That shit will go unnoticed because there's just too much good stuff. This is last week. He has no right. Okay. <laughs> All right. How dare you make me listen to him again? How dare Here you? Here we go. No, this is yeah, hello. Guy. This is Jim Windbreaker. I just wanted to chime in on a comment that my man, Nasty Newman, made uh, on this week, which would be last week if this plays on this week's thing. <laughs> Uh, we figured it out. <laughs> anyway, the comment was that WWE does a thing where they attempt to make the entrance music sound like the wrestler. Uh, you guys were talking about Baron Corbin. But I wanted to just share something with you guys, and that is I thought that the big show's entrance music for about 15 years, I thought that that was literally the big show. <laughs> Just busting out those vocals. <laughs> well, wrestling fact about me. So I just wanted to share that. Um, and in case you guys were uh, misunderstanding, the uh, well, that's the big show. Is not the big show. <laughs> wow! Thank uh, you for the clarification. Sweet. Right, yeah. All right. Well, no. it's the big show. Should we, all right, the Jerk, biggest but, show now. I mean, <laughs> we Cena sings his song. Yeah. Shawn Michaels sings his song. Who else sings their song? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I just think that the Baron Corbin one, it sounds like it could be him. And I get that with the big show one, too. I was like, I mean, you made a couple mashups. We got here. Here's it. We got it. It's the same song. It's the same key, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's hear one more from Jack Mills, and let's get the fuck out of here. My name is Jerk Mills, and I'd like to welcome you to part one 
of the rehabilitation of yeah, Blake. I don't fucking think so. <laughs> I don't fucking think so, bro. WWE has produced in recent years, and I really don't think there's any denying that, but I think we can all agree that he's gotten a little lost in the weeds and bogged down by shitty booking and go-nowhere storylines. So how do we fix him? First of all, what is Bray Wyatt? Oh, okay. So Bray Wyatt. Okay. So on the Community Wrestling Facebook page, Jerk Mills, he's been saying he knows how to fix Bray Wyatt. Oh, right. And yeah. I said, give it to me. In, he's, so he's putting it into parts. Oh, I said, Don't okay. go too long. All right. So let's, all right. let's hear him out. All right. He all thinks right, he can all fix right, all right. He's, how to fix a Bray. That's what I'm like. We got like a podcast within the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. At his best, he was a silver tongued, charismatic backcountry cult leader from the bayous of Louisiana. He wore a straw hat and Hawaiian shirts and talked about how he was guided by Satan adjacent sister Abigail. All of that works. I love all that. But these days, he's going on about how he himself is a god, and yet despite being a god, he somehow manages to lose most of his matches. But he can project stock footage from nature documentaries on the ring, so, you know, so you take the good with the bad, I guess. But anyway, the first thing we need to fix about Bray is the fact that he needs the Wyatt family. He needs to be surrounded. Mm-hmm by strong, credible threats. See, as a cult leader, his character is inherently deceitful. He isn't as powerful as he claims to be, but he doesn't need to be. He is, his power lies in being able to convince others to follow his teachings and fight for him. If you surround Bray with guys that are threats, the Wyatt family becomes a strong entity and strong in and of itself. And Bray looks strong without ever needing to have a match. See, Bray's influence, though, should go beyond just the on-screen Wyatt Picture family. Picture like Ken Burns documentary. You should make it look like normal people, Ten people part. like you yeah. and me, are beginning to follow him. Make it seem like he's really starting a cult. You know all those extras that are just standing around backstage? Have a group of them jump Finn Balor or whoever it is that the Wyatt family is feuding with and leave them knocked out with a sheep mask on their head. Make it seem like the Wyatt family is everywhere. Make it seem like Bray's reach extends beyond just the WWE and use that as a means to put the title back on him. And then, when it seems like Bray has actually become the god he claims to be, that's when the real antagonist of this play makes his entrance. That man? Alistair Black. Stay tuned for part two. It's already a reach. It's already a reach for me. It's already a reach. You're not into it. No, because Aleister Black doesn't need Bray Wyatt, and Bray Wyatt doesn't need Aleister Black. I got to say, I think this is actually some cool booking, because I think what he's saying is like, oh, he's a leader, he's a cult leader, and he's more about manipulation. Right. And then it's like, oh, okay, time to bring in my guy to win, bring us the gold. Right. And it's like, this is my, this is my prize guy. He's my best recruit. Right. Yeah, I don't know. And he can't speak English, really. Oh, he can, yes, he right? Can. Yeah, but it's like perfectly. I, oh, yeah. I thought he's like Danish. Or no, something. he barely they has an accent. They don't speak English, right? Over there in Dane, in Dane country. It's actually, in the Dane second. Cook, who's Dane Cook? Is, yeah, it's is the, the boss. It's there? the country that Dane Cook is the boss Dane, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's cool. My my, I, look, I, I think it's good to it. I think look, I think in general Mills has some solid points. Yeah, he's definitely a guy that thinks wrestling out pretty hard. So I'm happy to play him. I I agree that he needs. We, I agree he needs to. Be uh, have like a stable, but to be honest, that point 
works for so many guys. Right. Like I like it for me. I like it for I like it for a lot of guys. But yeah, no, I still think for him specifically, what is his character? Character is a cult leader. Without a cult, he makes no sense. Right. And whenever Bray goes up some against someone alone, it falls flat. Because right. you're like, he's just a crazy guy who's not that good. Right. So um it I think in I think it's as simple as like he is a guy who needs hard narratives. Yeah, like that. It's, it's as start as that. Like this guy, the story matters more than the wrestling. That it's like it's almost as simple as that. But I like that. I'm, in, I'm interested in part two. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, the Alistair Black part <laughs> is the fantasy. It's when you start getting into the fan fiction. Yeah, I love it. Well, but hey, it's I possible. Mean, yeah, for me, I, it's just like it feels like. Um, so the, the the Wyatt family worked because like Bray was like this specific character, and then the other goons were just like scary guys. Uh, Alistair Black has such a specific personality already that it would be like a hat on a hat putting him with Bray Wyatt. Like, he's this, like... like, And there's a dis- there's a difference, and this is where we, like, being a metalhead comes in handy. There's a difference between, genre-wise, a demented cult leader from the swamp and a satanic, like, priest. Like, they don't exist in the same world. So, uh, to me, it would just seem forced. Okay. Sounds good. There's like a difference uh, I, I between like stoner metal hey, and like right, doom metal. Last thing before we go, <laughs> how any how's Adam Cole doing? Doing? I think he's doing great. Yeah, him. It's him and uh, uh, Fish Red and Dragon. Red. Yeah, yeah, are together. Yeah. Uh, they're uh, the last episode I watched last week. They were trying to recruit Roderick Strong into the fold, right. which he fucking better because right. it, they could just go around beating everybody up. I think he's doing great. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I got to pop in. Uh, it, it's uh, when I forced to watch Raw and SmackDown. I yeah. get through all of it. NXT hard to get to my NXT, but I'm gonna t- I'm gonna watch Adam Cole tonight. I've been meaning to check in on him. It's... I want to see the mic work, the stick work specifically. So pay attention to this. This is not about Adam Cole, but in NXT, uh, they have an angle going where uh, the Velveteen Dream is yeah. like uh, fucking with Aleister Black, right? And I hope. That's leading to them actually teaming up. This is somebody I want him to team up with and be called Black Velvet and have this like weird, like uh, uh, this weird kind of eccentric character with Alistair Black's like evil stoicism. I think would work really well. That's cool, and it's a cool feud that they have. Velveteen going on. Dream seems to be getting heat. Like, yeah, people seem to be into it. He's he's pretty good. I like that. What's up with the Leo Rush shit? What did he say? So he made he made a joke after Emma. Oh, they got let released. Emma go. We didn't even get into that. Yeah, but, well, uh, see you, Emma. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's nothing to say. I yeah. mean, it make it, it's the everyone but her knows it's the right move for her. Right, yeah. and and so she yeah, so she got cut. And he made a joke on Twitter that I guess this is what happens when you're truly not ready for Oscar. Uh, and then is that what he said? That's what he said, and. Everybody got really, in my opinion, because he deleted by the they time piled I was on him because he well he apologized, be like it was just a joke, blah blah blah, and everybody piled on him in a way that makes me think they don't like him anyway, and we're looking for an excuse to like kind of put him on the outs because what he said wasn't that bad, and uh, border it was just disrespectful, I right. guess, and but he's like twenty two, and. Dude, he had posted it, that apology. It was riddled with grammar errors. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. come on! You can't no run one's that by take, anybody. You know, and, and and you're gonna write it <laughs> on your fucking iPhone notes. Like, he, one thing he was doing that was super interesting, and that is like he was doing like uh, spaces before periods, before and after, before and after. <laughs> well, you do one after, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, 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 yeah, right. Yeah. Come on, dude. 
No, but before and after it looked, I know what you mean, because then the period was just completely just isolated. In the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Right, 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 right. But like, I was like, yo, the, like this is like the most, I, I get it. He probably just wanted to rush it out. Leo whatever, rush it you out. Know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, I think it was yeah, undue. Yeah. I, I guess I'm being a jerk, but I yeah. was like, "Yo, I can barely read this, man." Yeah, I think Mick Foley. Mick Foley came, uh, took, uh, you know, went to bat for him and being like, "He's young and he didn't mean it, so we maybe we should chill out." And I agree. Like, it's whatever. Like, yeah, is that really cares. the most egregious thing that's no. ever been said? Like, fuck off. Uh, yeah, it's tough when you start mixing when you start saying things that are like kayfabe about things that are like blatantly shoot like right, yeah, sad, yeah. sad shoots. All right. Anyway, hey, that's it. Let's end it. All right. Keep watching wrestling. Kisses. This has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network.